Krauss Bishop and this is the Virtual Business Show. A news report recently quoted Australian billionaire octogenarian Harry Trigiboff as stating that bosses who let their employees work from home were parasites. High Rise Harry, as he's also known, is the founder of Meriton and Australia's richest real estate developer. He was addressing an urban task force breakfast event when he made the claim. He was expressing his concerns that the work-from-home trend was emptying office towers in the CBD. One could probably comment at this point that he didn't make his billions from building office towers that weren't going to be used, but that would be obvious to anyone. He also stated these employees needed to return to the offices because they were, quote, only working half the time at home. It makes sense that the property industry would be nervous about more staff working from home. Urban Task Force is a property lobby group. As you can imagine, social media went off, so I wanted to address exactly what was said, specifically about working from home being a trend and employees only working half the time if they work from home. First of all, working from home is not a trend. Working from home became a necessity during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic and subsequently acknowledged finally as a viable way for employees to continue to work. However, virtual assistants and other freelancers have been working from home for decades, even before the internet was born. For many of those years, VAs were told to get a real job, and yet now all of a sudden, everyone's doing it or wants to. Secondly, Mr Trigubov's comments are opinion, not fact. But the backlash they've received, especially on social media, clearly triggered a few people. Name-calling like this serves only to reinforce that the comments are his opinion. His comments, when read correctly, were also directed at the employers and corporations. I'm not really sure why he referred to them as parasites, but a lot of people took him to mean that the workers working from home were the parasites, which is why it got people's backs up. Let's look for a minute at his assertion that people working from home are only working half the time. Nothing could be further from the truth, and there have been a few studies on this, so let's have a look at a couple of them. A study by Stanford of 16,000 workers over nine months found working from home increased their productivity by 13%, mainly because of quieter environments, fewer interruptions and taking fewer breaks. Connect Solutions conducted a survey showing 77% of those working remotely showed increased productivity with 30% doing more work in less time and 24% doing more work in the same period of time. According to a US News and World report, telecommuters log five to seven more hours per week than non-telecommuters, often working even when they're sick or on vacation. Now, of course, not everyone wants to stay working at home. Some enjoy the fact that they don't have to commute to work, but some workers actually enjoy the commute. Others feel they're definitely more productive at home, but some believe their productivity goes up in an office environment where they can focus on the work. Some don't like the isolation of working from home, or they're easily distracted by household chores, Netflix, or family needs. Be that as it may, according to a survey from Redback Connect from June 2020, 86% of Australians want to work from home at least part of the time. Of the 1,000 employees surveyed who spent at least some time working from home during the pandemic, 28% never want to go back to the office. Another 39% want to work from home one or two days a week, and 20% for three or four days a week. I think employers probably need to rethink what constitutes a work environment in order to maximise efficiency and effectiveness of their staff. 
The studies are making it clear that productivity gains can be achieved from work at home staff and also that a mix of work at home and work in the office might be the way to go. But I'd also point out, as I do when I say not everyone can be a VA, not everyone can productively work from home. Some people need the social engagement and collaboration afforded by traditional office-based jobs. Others thrive on being left alone. Moving forward, it will be important for the leadership team of those businesses with a primarily office-based workforce to understand how to get the best out of them. And for some, that may mean working at least some of the time from home. A combination of office-based and work-at-home staff might lead to the best productivity and efficiencies. More conversations with staff directly around where they feel they can work might be the best bet for a lot of these businesses. Some of the negatives we hear from bosses around working from home is that it undermines collaboration, but it doesn't need to. If you utilise project management tools and boards and hold regular online meetings that could be interspersed with face-to-face meetings. As a VA, I easily collaborate with my clients without ever having to meet them face-to-face, and I know of a number of VA colleagues who manage teams of remote workers the same way. Though I can appreciate that not all traditional workplaces or businesses can operate in an entirely hands-off way. It's also going to mean a change of mindset for many bosses. They won't be looking over the shoulders of their workers, and it'll need a really high level of trust if the model is going to work. As I stated earlier, not everyone can work from home. Early spikes in productivity from employees working from home could even out or decline as those employees who need more interaction start to feel a bit lonely. But the results of those studies should encourage us that high-rise Harry's comments are merely opinion with no real basis in fact. Perhaps it's time for us to recognise that it's possible to get the best out of office-based staff by utilising a combination of work environments that gets the most out of all of your team and works to their personalities and strengths, leading to a more positive, productive culture. COVID has forced an evolution that some workplaces may not be ready for, but people like High Rise Harry are never going to understand that as innovations in technology continue, what constitutes a workplace and work teams is going to look very different now and moving forward into the future. I'm Lynn Prowse-Bishop. Thanks so much for listening.